This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, February 9th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing this morning? Doing good, man. It is uh, Tuesday, and uh, it's uh, my Monday for uh, work, work, but uh, the second day of the week, I'm ready for another fun show. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing well. It's uh, you know, it's still early in the week, but uh, we got off to a great start yesterday, have a fun show lined up today, and the rest of the week should pan out to be pretty good, I think. I hope so. Um, I'm looking forward to it, and I look forward to the hypothetical question of the day. <laughs> well, speaking of which, let's go ahead and kick off the day as we do each and every day with a question from my co-host. Tony, how far or what would you do to get more social media likes and followers? Um, what is the most well, extreme thing you would do? The most extreme thing? <laughs> I don't know. Uh that's a great question. I don't, I don't know what I would do. I don't know the most extreme thing I would do. All right. So usually, uh, you know, I do a lot of stuff and I don't seem to get that much more followers than I already get. Like, I guess if you're doing a live stream somewhere, you get a, if it's entertaining enough, people will stick, they'll stick through it. Well, it's funny you mentioned live streams. So a 60 year old man in Russia died on a live stream after consuming mm. 1.5 liters of vodka, according to Russian media outlets. Authorities are conducting an, an autopsy to confirm Yuri Dushenshkin's. Boy, that's hard to say. Dushenshkin's. Yuri Dushenshkin's. I will drink my vodka. Come join me on Facebook Live from 4 to 5 until I die. I will drink <laughs> until I drop. They're confirming Dusheshkin's cause of death, the International Business Times reported, citing Russian outlets. Dusheshkin, who was nicknamed Grandpa in streams, was found dead in the city of Shmolensk. Boy, Russian words are hard. On Thursday, according to the International Business Times, viewers of the YouTube live stream reportedly donated money to encourage the man to drink more as part of a continuing trend among Russian streamers called thrash streaming, wherein they earn money for engaging in violent or dangerous acts, particularly acts inflicting harm on other people. The live stream continued as Dusheshkin laid on the ground before he was found dead, according to a translated version of an article published by Lenta, a Russian outlet. 
The incident was live streamed by another man who was more than 20 or who has more than 25,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel. The Russian name of the channel loosely translates to first step on YouTube. The YouTuber who reportedly goes by the name Zeka did not immediately respond to Insider's request for comment. A YouTube spokesperson did not immediately respond to a quest a request either. In other videos on the channel, the man frequently offered money to homeless people in exchange for their engaging in activities like drinking vodka or hot sauce on air, according to Russian outlet Redovka. Dusheshkin reportedly appeared on the channel in the past. Thrash streaming, sometimes translated as trash streaming, has becoming, uh, become increasingly popular in the country, Russian state media outlet Russia Beyond reported. In December, a Russian streamer's girlfriend died after he left her outside in the cold weather wearing nothing but underwear. The streamer, I remember hearing about that one. Oh, I hadn't. The streamer Stas Reflay and his YouTube channel taken down by the platform at the time. This kind of graphic content is not acceptable on YouTube, a platform spokesperson told Insider. I'm just glad that this trend hasn't taken off here in the U.S. Uh, with as many stupid challenges as uh, people do around here with the Tide Pod Challenge and planking and, and uh, what was the one where they would dangle over uh, you know large falls. It's stupid. You don't need likes. You don't need subscribers that bad. No, especially when you put your life on. Like, what's the point? To get all those likes and all those comments and streams and views is your life worth it hell no and the other thing Absolutely is if this, not yeah if this guy's drinking one and a half liters of vodka you know it, part of it's just show this guy could have been drinking water to try and raise money and all that and not have it, died in the process it would have been smarter for old yuri if he would have done that uh, but he obviously was not that smart he decided to drink a little vodka till he dropped <laughs> and he died well, it seems like uh, Darwin may have uh, taken his revenge in this oh, yeah. case. So, uh, you know, it's we, we do social media live stream show every day, and we're, we're not going to go quite that yeah, far. Yeah, you're not going to, well, <laughs> you're not going to catch me drinking any alcohol on the show, that's for sure. <laughs> well, Let folks. Let alone one-point leaders. Exactly. Uh, we have a wonderful show lined up for you today. It is Tuesday. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? It is Taco Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday, and as we do on Tuesdays, we've got Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. We have a segment called Groundhog Day. Our call-in topic, interactive topic of the day, is the best Happy Meal toys ever. I'm really looking forward to this one. We have a segment called Instant Regret. We round out the day with This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, February 9th. Now we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you uh, downed a liter and a half of vodka to get more 
social media followers. Well. Not only did I download, but now I am trending worldwide on my Twitter feed as well. <laughs> well, if you're not dead, we want to hear from you. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, speaking of entertaining, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, February 9th, and here is your Filippo Fest 5. The actor Army Hammer is dropped by agency and published amid social media scandal. Would you like some ribs? <laughs> Marty Schottenheimer, who coached 21 seasons and has eight most wins of all time, um, passed away this morning at age 77, so we knew he was in hospice last week, and unfortunately, once you get there, it's only a matter of time, sadly. Yeah, so. apparently it was Alzheimer's. Yeah, sad times, man. Rob Gronkowski announced his decision to return for the 2021 season, so expect Brady and Gronk to return, uh, likely to the Bucks, I would imagine. Uh, Minnesota Vikings promote Clint Kubiak to offensive coordinator. Uh, offensive? offensive offensive coordinator geez louise that he is the son of gary kubiak so um and lastly tesla buys 1.5 billion in bitcoin and plans to accept it as payment so uh, if you have bitcoin currency there you go tesla trying to help make that a thing yeah one bitcoin's worth about forty-seven thousand dollars at this point it's crazy that's insane. You know, uh, our friend Brian, uh, Blacktop Devil, check him out on YouTube. little shameless little plug. plug for him. Uh, but he uh, he was looking at Bitcoin before it was big, and he could have got in on it on the cheap. He's definitely a little on the pissed off side. Yeah. That, uh, he didn't jump on that. I was there, so. too. I could have bought it when it was basically a buck or two a coin, and now it's so much more. So much. Oh, man. So much more. <laughs> what could have been, right? Yep. Oof. All right. Entertainment news, kids. Chris Hemsworth's, uh, you know, he's uh, he's down there filming Thor Love and Thunder right now. Well, he might be too ripped for his Thor Love and Thunder body double to keep up. Bobby Holland Hanton, that's a hell of a name, has been working with Hemsworth since 2013 and can confirm that he is bigger than he's ever been for the upcoming sequel, which is currently filming in Australia. Getting into the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a dream come true for any actor, but it comes with a pretty insane workout regimen. I just look at Chris Pratt during his pre-MCU days to see what being a superhero does to the body. While Chris Pratt is in superhero shape, he is nowhere near as big as Chris Hemsworth is. The God of Thunder actor recently told Men's Health that he keeps training all the time, otherwise his body shuts down. I just don't feel good. I like it for a couple of days and everything just starts to hurt. So Hemsworth likes to keep it going all year round. I get achy and there's inflammation. My back's stiff. I'm just well aware that in order for me to live healthier and happier, I just got to keep moving. It's certainly ab- admirable to see Chris Hemsworth treat his body, but he may have overdone it for Thor Love and Thunder, according to Bobby Holland Hatton, who himself is in ridiculously great shape. Everyone is like, wow, look at the size in him. And I'm like, yeah, that's brilliant. I'm that that guy's double. So I text him. I'm like, thanks very much, dude. You've just made this even harder. Um, Holland went on to say uh, he likes to train with Hemsworth. 
So while it's difficult, it is really hard um, for him to stay to keep up with that insane uh, workout regime that uh, Chris has. So well, and Chris Hemsworth had a little bit of a head start. He obviously had to get in great shape for that Hulk Hogan biopic, and then went straight from that to Thor: Love and Thunder. But uh, it, it's crazy to see that uh, over the years how much bigger he's gotten, like uh, Hugh Jackman did with his Wolverine role. We just watched Days of Future Past the other day, and that was probably the most ripped he had been throughout that entire run as Wolverine. Yeah. It's crazy uh, how the actors do that to their bodies for the role. I mean, great on them. They they look excellent. I know the ladies love it. Uh, like me, I'm just not that dedicated to get that ripped. I mean, I guess if I'm getting paid millions upon millions of dollars to do it and I'm going to get in that kind of shape, then I'm not going to argue it. But right. uh, Well, then that's exactly yeah. it. They're, they have all day to train and they're being paid for it. You and I have to work. It's not like we can go to the gym and just get ripped. We don't have that no. kind of time. So No, I go to the gym and I just keep the fat off. That's all I do. I don't go in there and get all ripped, you know. Because um, what's his name? Uh, I I know you'll know. Um, he's in the Eternals and he was... Uh, Kumail Nanjiani? Yeah, thank you. I just I knew I couldn't pronounce his name, so I knew you would. But, like, he even got ripped for yep. his Marvel role. Yeah, he they looks good They were shamming now. him on the line. They're like, oh, really? And... Well, yeah, if you're going to be in a Marvel movie, uh, you got to be in good shape. Yeah, you can't be a pudgy superhero unless you're the no. blob. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Certain, certain, certain roles you can definitely do that with, but right. these are not some. No. Um, I got some video game news here. It looks like after everything having to cancel in 2020, it looks like E3 is going to make a return in 2021. However, it won't be open to the public this year but they will do an e3 it looks like it's going to be an all digital event it'll take place live from the los angeles convention center um the esa is looking to hold a digital iteration oh sorry i apologize it was going to be in the la convention center but it's just going to do an all digital iteration of e3 from june 15th to the 17th these are the same dates they had locked in. Now, E3 is one of those big events for those watching or listening. Um, it's Every year, it's the big video game reveal, like what's new for uh, the PlayStation, Nintendo, Xbox, and etc. Uh, all the new games are typically announced, trailers. It's a really cool event, um, but it uh, looks like this year will be a big digital event, which, as we saw last year... Um, with like Nintendo Direct and things like that, that that's not a bad thing. That's actually a good thing uh, to do those. I say the only downfall would be like the consumers that get to go to actually try and get a hands-on preview of the game might not necessarily get that opportunity. So I'd see the negative there. But however, a great positive for uh, like you and I who who don't get to go to those things. But we get to report on them, so that's always nice to just be able to be home and watch the trailers. Yeah, hopefully they take a page out of what uh, DC Comics did with the DC Fandom. It was really well-crafted. It was put together. It was just uh, essentially 12 hours of streaming content that, uh, you know, they put out the schedule. You could tune in when you wanted to, or you could watch the whole thing in its entirety, as opposed to what Comic-Con at Home did, where it was Oof, sort of disjointed. That was yeah, it was not great. So, uh, no, yeah, fingers crossed, it's a, it's a good production. 
I'm glad you brought up DC as the uh, as the uh, example because they did that so well last year, and they did it in two parts. They yep. had it in the beginning of August, and they had it after Labor Day in uh, September, which I thought was very well done. I think anything you if you have product ready to go and you can show trailers, that's that's enough to get people's. Uh, you know, appetite, you know, their interests, a little appetite for their product there. Yeah. And the other thing they can do is if, you know, consumers want to be a part of it, maybe, you know, each of these game companies can send out some demos to select few uh, consumers who can then, you know, record themselves either playing it or, uh, you know, reporting back on it. And that way you get sort of that consumer side of the excitement and what the industry has to uh, promote. Yes. And I'm, I'm nostalgic. I'm still hoping for a, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade re-release uh, for the home console. Like the Switch, preferably, would be awesome, so I could play that on the go, or <laughs> you know, play that online with with you or you know other friends. I'm also hoping for Marvel versus Capcom Four this year. Oh, that would be. So I'm holding fun. my breath. I don't think these are happening. I hear rumors all the time, but until I actually see anything, I don't believe it. So, oh, moving on from video games. Uh, We'll go to sports. It looks like uh, there's still a big, messy, a big, messy mess down in Texas as Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston, but the Texans don't seem to be wanting to play ball. They simply refuse to trade the star quarterback. He's asked out of Houston and demanded a trade. They, they're even receiving calls for him. Um, but according to ESPN's Adam Schefter, the Texans have no plans to move him. Not only do they not have plans on moving him, but they're saying their plans will not change. Basically, there's nothing that will happen between now and when next season starts that will convince the Texans to move on from Watson. The situation has a chance to become pretty messy pretty quickly. Watson is clearly done with the Texans, but the teams, but the Texans won't let him move on. On top of that, they're making the sweeping organizational changes on the inside. The Texans reportedly dismissed three key employees, including equipment manager Mike Parson, who had a close relationship with Watson. Players are upset with these moves, in particular with Parson. J.J. Watt tweeted Parson's praises after the news broke. Um, he did a nice thing and said any team would be happy to have him. Uh, this just feels like another unforced error from the Texans that does nothing but upset their players, including Watson. The thing is, yes, they simply could not trade Watson. He is under contract till 2025. They could franchise tag him for another three years Oof. after that, but they're setting this up to be a real mess and carrying this around for however long they choose might be worse than an actual trade. We'll see how this all ends up at this rate though. Not looking good. Ah, man, this is messy. Of this course, real messy. It could all be positioning by the Texans to try and get more value for him on a trade. So uh, we'll have to see. Obviously, the offseason is a, a long time, um, you know, that uh, we'll be able to follow this. And, and hopefully Deshaun can get out because we, you don't want to see a happy quarterback. An no, when I think this, no matter what whether you drag it out or do this, like I don't think the guy plays for you regardless. Hell, he'll probably sit out and just not play, which is a damn shame because he's so talented. You're going to get a King's ransom for him. No matter yep. where you go, some team is going to give up the farm. And I know a lot of, I'm not in the majority here, but I feel like our Denver Broncos, they should give up the farm for him. Yep. I just, you know, just you got to have someone to compete with Mahomes, man. Cause that's uh, they are the uh, kings of the AFC West for the foreseeable future until uh, we make some changes there. Exactly. But uh, 
I digress. That's it for your entertainment news. It is time to dance on over to the birthdays of today. Oh, yes! This human torch has a creed, and it's to be the king of Wakanda. Or is it Alexa? Either way, Michael B. Jordan is 33. Do you see those Alexa commercials those weird. with him? Yeah, very weird. His wife, that wife was very into Alexa. Oh, yeah. Um, Master of Mischief and your favorite frenemy, Tom Hiddleston, a.k.a. Loki, is 40 today. Um, he's a 1981 kid. Woo-hoo. Go figure. He didn't look like he's from 81. I always thought he was a little older. Oh, I thought he was younger, but all right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Very nice of you. Quick like lightning. He's just on a bad team. Saquon Barkley. He's 23. What Leo wants, Leo gets. Okay, okay, okay. Just don't let him check on your house if you're planning a vacation because you might end up with a flood on your hands. Then things could get really hairy. Joe Pesci is 77. He has some horrible bosses, but it's always sunny for this guy. Charlie Day is 44. Yo, Angela, who's the boss? Judith Light is 71. I had nothing for her other than that. And that is your celebrity birthdays, your entertainment news for Tuesday, February 9th. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, that does do it for the entertainment news. When we come back, it is Tuesday, and we've got Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. Rough Riders! Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Tuesday, February 9th. Now you can find us on social media. In fact, you can watch us live on Facebook Live or YouTube Live as we speak. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, Radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony is available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S A N F I L I P P O dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. Now, being that it's Tuesday, we like to explore animal tales brought to you by RoughRiders.org. Now, Rough Riders is a local 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to the transport of dogs from the rural kill shelters, for lack of a better term, bringing them into the metro area here, working with local shelters and rescues to find them homes, give them a second chance at life. If you want more information, head over to RoughRiders.org. That's R-U-F-F, Riders.org, or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Rough writers saves so without further ado let's roll on into the animal tales dogs and the cats they take up the middle where the honeybee hums and the cricket fiddles the donkey prays and the pony neighs the old grape badger sighs listen to the bass it's a one on the bottom where the bullfrog croaks and the hippopotamus moans and groans with the big to do and the old cow just goes moo yep the old cow just goes moo Let's go ahead and kick off Animal Tales with our first story. 
This one's heartwarming. A pup who spent over a decade in a Godfrey, Illinois shelter has found her forever home. Wiggles, who spent close to 11 years at the 5A's animal shelter after uh, she arrived at the rescue at age three, has been adopted by a couple from Lake St. Louis, Missouri, multiple outlets report. According to WZZM13, Wiggles' original owner brought her to the shelter in May 2010 because they could not... Excuse me, they could no longer care for the dog who has allergies. The 14-year-old canine also developed a cantaloupe-sized, albeit benign, tumor in 2016 that a veterinarian wouldn't operate on, given the pup's age, which made it even more difficult for the shelter to find an adoptive family for Wiggles. One of the shelter's longtime kennel workers, a retired nurse named Carla Crane, told Riverbender.com that the pit bull mix was recently adopted by a couple who had dogs that passed away with cancer and thought it was time to adopt again. They have a big fenced-in yard and a nice neighborhood. They came in Sunday afternoon. This seems perfect for Wiggles, she said. Crane shared that along with finally giving Wiggles a forever home, the kind couple also gave a $300 donation to five A's. I cried tears of happiness at her adoption, she added, also revealing that Wiggles' new owners have her tumor looked at by another vet for crane it was tough to go to work and not see wiggles as part of the kennel but she's glad the dog is doing well in her new permanent home so it's great to see anytime a dog gets adopted but one that's been in a shelter for that long for 11 years get adopted go into a forever home being loved and i'm going to post this on our facebook page so you can see just how happy uh, wiggles is very sweet sweet girl yeah it- Good old Wiggles. I like the name. Oh, Wiggles! <laughs> Let's move on with Animal Tales. <coughs> Isn't living in the West amazing? Where other homeowners in less spectacular portion of the world have to contend with roach or rat infestations, we are so much luckier. No, we get to find creatures of power and majesty under our decks, creatures that could rip your face off with one errant swipe. One Lake Tahoe resident found a simply enormous black bear under his porch, along with a whole mess of bear poop. <laughs> uh, let's see. And just as surely as we're cranky when you wake up from wake us up from our nap, this bear is more than a little peeved to be harassed while it's trying to have a sit. He makes warning noises and a couple of times scratches the dirt with his paws. When that happens, it's lightning fast and more than a little scary. We jumped. As the guy shooting the video says, he's only getting a video before he finally chases the bear off, which he does by getting up on the deck and stomping. At that point, the bear reluctantly leaves, but before turning back as to say to the homeowner, have fun cleaning up my poop. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to post this again on our Facebook page so you can watch the video itself. It's it's pretty funny, but uh, yeah, given where we live uh, here in northern Nevada, obviously we've got Lake Tahoe here. We've got a lot of wildlife, and black bears are actually quite common one squatting under somebody's deck maybe not so much yeah no like but definitely uh when you're up at the lake uh that is uh to be expected for sure oh yeah yep yeah i mean i've gone hiking up there i've run into a black bear on the trail before um obviously kept my distance luckily it wasn't a mama bear or else i would not be here to uh, tell the story but uh you know, you, you just got to respect nature. And obviously, if you live in a place where nature comes to you, you know, just just be wary of it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's move on with our final story in Animal Tales. <coughs> a shocked angler is filmed, has filmed 
the terrifying moment, a giant crocodile emerged from the water to gulp down a shark she had just reeled onto the beach. Man, crocodile versus shark. That sounds like mm. a uh, sci-fi Sounds like a, movie. yeah, I was going to say, better trademark that. It's going to happen. The giant four-meter salty is seen surfacing at Cardwell Beach in far north Queensland as the woman fishing on the shoreline starts recording. Four meters, man, that's 12 feet long. Oof. Check out this monster. Holy smackers, Yvonne Palmer can be heard saying in the video. Did they really say holy smackers? That's holy what, smackers! That's what she said. You can watch the video for yourself. Wow. She's Australian. <laughs> holy smackers, that's a big one. <laughs> I just caught a shark, which I couldn't get back into the water because this fellow was coming, and now he's going to come in and eat it, and I'm going to S myself. Oh, my Lord, he's like one, two, three... I can see like four meters and he's still got a tail in the water. I've never been shaking so much in my whole life. The croc made its way to a second shark on the sand before returning to the waves. (laughs) F me dead. I cannot stop shaking, Miss Palmer said. Welcome to Caldwell, North Queensland. When posting the footage on Facebook, she apologized for her language. Sorry about all the foul language, guys, but I was essing myself. She wrote. <laughs> I would be too. I kind of, I kind of want to hang out with that lady. She sounds funny. She says, "Holy smackers! I'm going to f myself in the f and booty because I, I turn British, you know. I should do the Australian. I can only do it for a minute before it goes British. But uh, yeah, yeah, yikes! Holy yeah. smackers! Yeah. Um, anytime you live in a place where a crocodile can take on a shark. You know, as nice as it would be living on the waterfront, uh, you won't find me anywhere near that water. No, 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 no. (laughs) Now, Tony, you're going to Florida in a couple weeks, and uh, luckily you don't. Well, you might have to contend with uh, both alligators and sharks, but uh, just be be wary of your surroundings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't know how far I'm going to dip into the uh, water. I won't be going to the swampy... uh waters good uh, good. i know gators can roam in the ocean too (laughs) probably a good idea and as i mentioned folks i'm going to be posting these stories on our facebook page at facebook.com forward slash christian phoenix radio so if you want to check out the videos for yourself you certainly can well that does it for another edition of animal tales sponsored by roughriders.org when we come back we have a segment called groundhog day don't go anywhere we'll be right back Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, to the final segment of the first hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on this Tuesday, February 9th. But don't fret, there's still plenty ahead with our second hour, including the interactive portion of the show where we are talking about the best Happy Meal toys ever. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any previous shows, Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now in the segment that we've titled Groundhog Day, no, we're not talking about Puxatani Phil coming out 
seeing his shadow and predicting six more weeks of winter, we're talking a little more like the movie Groundhog Day, where you're living the same day over and over and over again, specifically in the work environment. I did it for a number of years, and it was one of those things. You get up, you go to work, you do the same thing, you come home, you go to bed, rinse and repeat. It was like Groundhog Day. And uh, Tony, I know you run into this every once in a while, but uh, mm-hmm. you know what? For the most part, we are lucky in the jobs that we do that, uh, you know, it can stay entertaining. Well, I've got a list from people that uh, are experiencing Groundhog Day and uh, some of the things that they do to uh, make things a little bit funnier, a little levity in their life uh, when having to deal with the same day over and over and over again. So, uh, Tony, are you ready to buckle in and uh, maybe even, uh, you know, relate to some of these folks? Oh, absolutely. Let's roll with this. <laughs> All right. Roger, Roger. Let's start <laughs> off with our first one. Hold on to your butts. Caption says, saw this at work today. It looks like an office where somebody put up a whiteboard and on the top wrote, are we low on anything? With a line underneath, letting people just at their whimsy come up and write suggestions on what they might be low on. Of course, somebody did comment and said, the will to live. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to work there if uh, the will to live was low. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's move on with Groundhog Day. Hold on to your butts. This from Twitter user PatJD. Every company, we'd like to promote mental health in the workplace. Employees, well, how about hiring more people so we feel less pressured and increase our pay so we can keep up with the spiraling cost of living so we're not stressed out? Company says, no, not that. How about yoga? (laughs) So much for mental well-being. All right, let's keep moving on with Groundhog Day. Hold on to your butts. Tony, not saying you're going to quit, and obviously we're not putting this out there in the world, but if you were to to quit your job, how would you go about doing it? Oh, on a busy day, (laughs) like when when it's all melting down. (laughs) That's one way when to they do. need when they need you the most, you know. <laughs> I would never do that, but if but if it was, I've it's you know, I I dreamed about it a lot when I was at the BC, so I thought every day about just going to my car and never coming back. But uh, <laughs> I've been there before. But, <laughs> in fact, I did well, that. We were to uh, tell a t- performance. Yeah, I remember watching you drive away, and I'm like, no, <laughs> you left me on the island, man. That felt good. That's. Not That's gonna lie, okay. I bet good. it did. You peeling out in your uh, blue Firebird. <laughs> <laughs> well, this person had a passive-aggressive way of quitting. Dropped off a card that said, sorry for your loss. And when they opened it up, it said, it's me. I live in three weeks. Todd, leave. That's actually pretty genius, though. That is hilarious. <laughs> That's quite savage, uh, actually. It's, uh, it's better than most, you know. <laughs> I've gotten one on a napkin before. I said, this is my two weeks. And it's like, well, just we're good. Hey, it's written down. It's two weeks. It is. They gave notice. On a napkin. I have seen some classy stuff before. <laughs> Let's move on with Groundhog Day. Hold on to your butts. Twitter user Bayes Craze. I feel like every office has three people who do all the work and 15 people who just walk around with salads. It's kind yeah, of true. It's it's pretty it's pretty much the truth. I I see that at times too. Maybe not with the salads. I do see weird things like that. I was going to say you could substitute salads with cell phones, and uh, that would be ninety oh, yeah. percent of workplace environments. You know, 
You've got the people yeah. working hard and then the other people who just show up, punch the clock, do what they need to, and leave. Yeah, I got one. Uh, the, he wanders a lot, and I asked him where his passport was. And he's like, what? Go, Where's your passport? What are you talking about? I go, well, you're always traveling. I just need to see your passport. I mean, you're always on. And, and it was my nice way of saying, dude, get, get right. the F to work, bro. D- did he get the hint or did he just yeah, walk Yeah, he off did. Finally, I explained. He goes, oh, when I go, dude, get to your area. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep rolling with Groundhog Day. Hold on to your butts. Uh, this, uh, when it comes to the hiring side of things, of course, it's a stock photo picture of uh, somebody in interview, very formal. And of course, it's captioned, we're looking for someone aged 22 to 26 with 30 years of experience. Yeah, it's so true. You know, it, it, people's expectations of what they want in hiring is, is so beyond what, uh, what they actually need or sometimes can even afford that uh, it's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> Let's keep moving on. Hold on to your butts. Twitter user Dontre Lamar Boy, this guy uh, just needed one little push to help him to quit his job. He said, one like and I'll quit. To which uh, one person, actually himself, (laughs) liked it and said, say no more. So I assume he probably quit his job. Probably didn't like it that much to begin with. Yeah, no. And that's the thing. You got to love your job. And I don't know if you got to love it, but you at least got to feel, you know, like that's something worth going to every day. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, even the best jobs, you know, they can get tiresome sometimes, but uh, you got to find ways to uh, just reinvigorate yourself, find things that uh, keep you motivated. Uh, For instance, this one by Dirt Prince. Hold on to your butts. I relate to this. I get so mad when people ask what I'm going to do on my day off. Bitch, I'm going to recover from all my days on. (laughs) I get that. I mean, I feel that so much. I mean, I work... 10, 12, 14 hours a day during the week. By the time I hit Sunday, and Tony, you can attest to this, I am just beat. I need a full day to full-on recharge my batteries, recover, so I can come back and do it all again. Yeah, this is why we don't do our uh, Proton Pack on Sundays anymore, because it's my day off, it's Christian's day off, and you got to have one. you got to have, like, where you don't do anything, and... And luckily, this Sunday, I don't have any. Like, I don't even have Pop Culture Kaboom this wow, Sunday. Wow, you get a so. true Sunday off. And I get amazing. a true Sunday off. I'm not doing any radio, no Costco, no, <laughs> no nothing that day. Well, and even then, I mean, the spirit can be willing, but if the body's just not there, then you know what? You got to listen to the body. Yep. Let's keep moving. Groundhog Day. Hold on to your butts. Picture of uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker in the full-on makeup, but wearing a Nike zip-up hood. It says, me getting dressed to go to work when there's an eight-year-old YouTuber that made $26 million this year. <laughs> I get this that. This is true. They make a ridiculous amount. Uh, you can even get paid doing TikTok videos. You know that? Seriously. You get enough views? Uh, yeah, my ex-roommate, uh, Sarah, she makes uh, some, some good money uh, doing her yoga videos on tiktok no she just got like a check for 400 bucks nice doing tiktok videos yeah yeah Yeah, can't go wrong with that i was like damn that's quite a bit yeah as long as you don't mind the chinese government uh listening in on you then uh, by all means (laughs) yeah there you go (laughs) all right let's keep moving on with groundhog day hold on to your butts this from Twitter user Betches. Uh, Jesse, Betches. Jesse can definitely relate to this one. Me during the weekday. 
oversleeps, can't wake up despite 67 alarms. Me during the weekend, naturally wakes up at the exact time I need to be up for work, no matter how late I went to bed. Luckily, I can sleep in on the weekends, but Jessie, for some reason, her eyes shoot open at 7 o'clock in the morning on the weekends, and uh, there's nothing she can do about it. No, not a thing. (laughs) All right. Uh, Tony, ever do any day drinking at work? Nope. Good. Good answer. That's the right answer. Yeah, Hold on to I your butts. I truly mean that. Nope. Do, sometimes do I wish that I did? Yep. But have I ever? Nope. <laughs> this from Twitter user TJ Kilbride says, A guy in my office is shaking his protein shake, and this woman poked her head around the corner and said, Do I hear margaritas? No, Janet. It's 10 a.m. <laughs> oh. Oh. I mean, you're always thinking that, especially if it's long, you know, the day's long in the tooth already, or you might be thinking that. So, <laughs> uh, let's keep moving on with Groundhog Day. Hold on to your butts. This one, putting things into perspective, Twitter user It's Bombardier says, "Me at 14, can't wait to travel the whole world once I'm earning my own money. Me now, mustn't forget that Tupperware at work. It's my only one." <laughs> oh, this is true. It's all about perspective. Got to keep reusing that, yep. (laughs) Uh, Here's one that uh, many of us can relate to. Hold on to your butts. Management treats employees badly. Employees quit. Management, and it's a picture of Steve Harvey with this puzzled look on his face. Just, oh, (laughs) why'd they quit on (laughs) us? Well, if you treat them badly, they're not going to stick around. Yeah, tell the performance. Jeez. (laughs) <laughs> Why'd another one leave? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep moving on with Groundhog Day. Hold on to your butts. I know some people can relate with this from Twitter user Kevin Farzad says, My job is more than a paycheck. It's also a place where you can cry in the bathroom. <laughs> if I hated my job that bad, I would quit. Hands down. Yeah, you should never feel like that. It's, uh, it's definitely somewhere where it's... You, I, you're going to have good days and bad days, but, man, if you hate it that much, yeah, you got to go. <laughs> exactly. Time to go. <laughs> and then finally in Groundhog Day. Hold on to your butts. Uh, Twitter user Sad Girl KMS interviewer. So tell me a few reasons why you want this job. Me, well, money can be exchanged for goods and services. <laughs> Just straight to the point. <laughs> you know, it's uh, you got you to gotta have money to live. You gotta have money to pay your rent, to pay for your car, and obviously pay for goods and services. Not every job is gonna be, you know, that golden opportunity to do exactly what you want, but you know what? That's how we have to live. That's how you gotta be. <laughs> and that's the you don't like living those groundhog days unless they're good. Exactly. Like if they're if you're having a great day. Then, yeah, you wouldn't mind reliving that over and over, but uh, you seem to notice the days that are bad. Exactly. I enjoy my Groundhog Days here at uh, Phoenix Media, but uh, that's fairly rare. Well, folks, that does it for the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. When we come back on the second hour, we've got our interactive topic, the best Happy Meal toys, so you won't want to miss it. Stay tuned after the long break. We will see you guys in just a few. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Turn up the radio. 
I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. my hands of this weirdness. hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, February 9th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, are you ready for the fastest hour of the day? Ready for the fastest hour, man. Let's roll. Very cool. Did you get a uh, smoothie or some tea or some zip fizz uh, over just the break? Just tea. Yeah. Yep, just tea on break. Yep. Well, during, being that it's your Monday, obviously you got plenty of uh, rest over the last couple days, so we don't get the mm-hmm. usual tired Tony that uh, we might see on a Thursday or a Friday. Yeah, exactly. Well, and as of right now, there's no midnight shifts planned, so Woo-hoo! should be pretty good on those. But uh, knock on a little wood there, make sure. Uh, but you never know what's uh, going to come creeping around the corner. You never know when your schedule is going to just change. Exactly. So. Well, folks, this is the interactive portion of the show. This is where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and the watchers, on our topic of the day, which is why we give it to you 24 hours in advance and encourage you to call us on the Phoenix line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. Of course, you can always chime in live on our Facebook Live video over at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video and comment there with your pick for whatever the topic of the day is. Today's topic, this one I'm really looking forward to, is the best McDonald's Happy Meal toys ever. We grew up kids of the 80s and 90s, and, uh, you know, McDonald's Happy Meal toys were always sort of a step above the competition. You know, they they always got the best properties, the, the best licensing, uh, some really great quality toys that uh, were really second to none at the time. Throughout the years, they've continued on. Obviously, I've got boys myself, and uh, even recently, they've had these great, uh, like, Avengers, bobblehead-type figures, which were a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, something about McDonald's Happy Meal toys of the 80s and 90s really wax nostalgic and uh, something we love talking about. So, Tony, for you, what comes to mind as far as the best Happy Meal toy ever? Uh, There's so many to choose from, which is tough, but uh, the... The one I remember uh, my sister and I collecting the most, um, well, the ones I remember liking the most were the uh, Super Mario Brother 3 ones that came out. Like, you had a Goomba one with a little suction cup under its chin, and you would put it, it would, like, suction down by the feet, and it would do, like, a flip. I remember so that, yeah. That would flip, and then it had, like, a really chubby Mario raccoon. <laughs> Like in his mark in his thing, and that would like pop up, and it was like on a spring, and it would move around. And then they had a Koopa Troopa. It was red. It was the red one, and it had little air pump thing, and you'd do it, and its wings would move. And then <laughs> Luigi's was kind of boring. It was just him on a cloud, and you like wound it up, and it would just move. Yeah. Like that was probably the worst one of them all. But uh, but the Goomba one was impressive. Like we used to. I remember we each had one and it was like who can make it flip the most i mean when you're mm. a kid you're amused pretty easy so 
For me, it'd be the Super Mario Brothers 3 from the uh, early 90s Happy Meals. That's very cool. Yeah, I remember those. Those were a lot of fun. And like I mentioned, you know, they get some great licensing. Uh, For me, it was probably the Transformers-type uh, McDonald's meals. So it's no secret. Uh, growing up, I was a huge Transformers fan, collected the toys, still collect, you know, some of the figures today. And uh, they had these great little figures that uh, were either like a carton of McNuggets or fries or a drink that would then I remember trans- the hotcakes pterodactyl. Oh, yeah. Would transform yep. into uh, a robot of some sort or, or pterodactyl. And those were always so much fun, especially how much I loved Transformers at the time and what they did with those. Those would be one that I'd go back and collect again uh, at a point in time. So uh, that's what we're looking for, folks, is your pick for the best Happy Meal toys ever. Uh, Tony, we still got a couple minutes before we head into our break. Uh, And there are so many Happy Meal toys to choose from. I doubt that there are people who will pick the ones that we pick. So why don't you go ahead and throw another one out for us? Uh, we used to like the Moon Man. Remember, like uh, the the ad was the the big Moon guy, the uh-huh. big head. Like they had little Happy Meal toys with the Moon guy. I remember the little motorcycle one was cool. I really liked that. And uh, when we were younger, younger uh, Muppet Babies was cool to get. Like Kermit on a skateboard, Fozzie on the little tricycle. Um, those are really neat too. Yeah, and if we go through our list, those may just appear on there. Uh, the other one that really comes to mind for me were the Happy Meal toys surrounding Batman Returns. Um, you know, you had uh, the Penguin who was in a duck, and you know, you would oh, move I it around. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But my favorite was the Batmobile, and what would happen is you would pull it back and let it go, and as it would drive. Then the sides would split off like it did in Batman Returns where he squeezed through that alley. And that was just so cool because, you know, you had a full-on Batmobile, pull it back, it would take off, and then those sides would just shoot out uh, after a certain period of time. So much fun. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Happy Meal toys were, were really cool back in the day. Um, that That reminded me, too, you know, some of the dumber ones, but I remember we used to like to collect them, was Fraggle Rock. Mm-hmm. And we'd always get pissed because we get Moki, the purple, like, mopey-ass Muppet. Like, <laughs> she was, like, in this weird yellow pear, or purple uh, pear car with, like, little mushroom wheels. <laughs> we'd right. always get her, but I think we wanted, uh, it was either her or Red, and Red was always in a radish. And it was just, like, Fraggle That's Rock right. characters in these little vegetable car things for some reason. Yeah. No, they were fun. And uh, realized after I had kids that, uh, you know, if you didn't like the one you got, you could go up and ask for an exchange if uh, they had other figures. When you were a kid, you never thought about that. You figured, ah, oh, I no, got you this just one got, again. Oh, I got this one again. Like, <laughs> I remember always being bummed getting the same one again. You're like, no, I really wanted this, but... Yep. (laughs) Well, folks, that is what we are looking for. Best Happy Meal toys ever. When we come back, it is all about you guys. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. 
And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, February 9th. We are smack dab in the middle of the interact portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic of the day. Of course, you can chime in live on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Apparently, we are headed into a dungeon in Zelda, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I didn't have my phone muted, and I got a text. So. That's all right. Uh, yeah. While you're there, uh, just go into the live video. Comment with your pick for the best Happy Meal toy ever. We're talking McDonald's Happy Meal toys. The others have tried. Burger King has tried. Wendy's has tried. But they never hold a candle to McDonald's Happy Meals. Now, on your list, when you read them, are you going to say what they're worth nowadays? Unfortunately, my list doesn't have no. that information. Okay, good. Because I, I didn't want to throw any thunder, but I looked on the break, um, and those those flipping, I, it just said most expensive toys, what they're worth today. On the list, number six, the Fraggle Rock toys, they're worth, if you have all four of the Fraggle Rock characters, $300. That's Seriously? Wow. Yeah, for Red was on a radish. And I see that awful Moki. And we had we probably had like four or five flipping Mokis. And I don't remember all the characters' names. Like, uh, there was, what was the guy with the yellow hair? He was like him and the little stoner with the, with the cap. I wasn't a big uh, Fraggle Rock fan. The only thing I remember are the Doozers. Or the Dozers. Yeah, or the yeah, Deezers. The doozer, or the Gozers. Are you a god? No, but there was like this the Pickle. Okay. Or maybe it was a cucumber, but I don't remember their names, but it was the yellow guy. Friday, you could help me out if you knew Fraggle Rock, but they had the yellow hair, and then there was a guy with a cap, and he didn't talk much, and he had a scarf. But hmm. nonetheless, they all rode different vegetables, and they were worth And I never had the main guy with the carrot. Hmm. And that's the one that I did have, so. <laughs> did you? Yeah, yeah, I had the other three, but I didn't have the carrot, but we had a lot of Mokies. Yeah. Or Mopies or whatever the hell her name is. Well, if we go through the list and any of these pop up on on what you're seeing as well, feel free to share what they're worth today. Uh, But let's get into the folks that did chime in. Uh, Tony, anybody on your end chime in on the best Happy Meal? Yeah, I had had a few. I think that's where the uh, text went off. Um, Let's see. It starts uh, here with Jamie. Uh, She had Beanie Babies. She said, Beanie Babies for sure, except... I ripped all the Thai T.Y. heart tags off because it was just no! overpowered the cute little things, which in the end made them not authentic because they didn't have the tag. Oh, well. Another one I wanted to say, this had to be in the late 80s and early 90s because she was little. And it wasn't McDonald's, but a place called Hardee's. They had these little pound puppies. Um, her mom um, gave her money just to buy the puppies, but not the kids meal because the toy was like a dollar. So... Good memory of her mom, but uh, and funny thing also... on the pound puppies. When I was a kid growing up, I had a pound puppy. Obviously, a little kid. It was a brown with like dark brown spots. Later on, somebody gave me one of those uh, kids' meals toys of the same exact one that I had, and I still have it somewhere around here. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, whoa! This is a flip. I hadn't seen this in a while. Uh, not to transform for pound puppies, but uh, my sister Cody, uh, she chimed in, and I totally remember these, and they were flipping awesome. They were called the night. They were the Tiny Toon Flip Cars. Yep. Uh, where it had all the Tiny Toon Adventure characters, and you'd flip them, and they'd be a different racer on the other side. Oh man, I forgot all about those. Those were awesome. Those were so much fun. Those show up on the list that I've got here as well. 
Oh wow! But yeah, that that would be Cody's pick, and oh, unbelievable. Just I totally flashback. Like I had not seen those, but uh, Dizzy Devil was where it was at. Oh, and man. then of course, uh, you know, a, a list wouldn't be complete without our friend Lacey uh, dropping in on it. And uh, hers were the California Raisins, which right. I remember those from the uh, mid mid eighties. I remember them being mm-hmm. in there because I had a little saxophone one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they were posable, so you could you know move the arms you know any way you want, and those were a lot of fun. They were great. Um, and she said that any of the Disney ones that McDonald's did were always really cool, which they did have quite a bit of Disney ones over uh, the course of the Happy Meals. But uh, yeah, man, it, just the toys were nostalgic. Like, yeah, yeah, brings back yeah. just fun memories. Um, and then also chiming in, and we mentioned that uh, you folks can always call us because we put out the topic 24 hours advance on the Phoenix line. We have a familiar voice who did call and leave a message. Ladies, hey, what's up? This is Tim. I saw that you guys are talking about the uh, best McDonald's Happy Meal toys. Funny enough, I was actually going to be putting together a YouTube video about my favorite 80s McDonald's Happy Meal toys. So this is an easy one for me to uh, let you guys know about. Um, okay, so it's 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 hard to choose, honestly. Um, my number one is the Muppet Babies toys that came out, I think it was 85, 86, I think. Somewhere around there, the ones were Kermit's on the skateboard and Miss Piggy's in the car and Gonzo is riding like the tricycle and everything. Love those toys. Remember playing with those quite a bit when I was a kid. And uh, my other favorite one is the changeables. It was like Transformers, but the uh, the Big Mac, you know, turns into a robot. Those are pretty close. Those are those are pretty much tied for my favorites. Anyways, looking forward to what you guys are going to be talking about. I love the uh, Happy Meals from the '80s and early '90s. So looking forward to the show. Bye. Awesome, you know, is, Tim. We always appreciate right. you chiming in, and yeah, yeah, you know the the oh, the Muppet Babies ones were fun, and I, obviously I mentioned the Changeables uh, in the last segment. Uh, those were yeah. by far and away my favorite. Well, what's good too is I totally, you know, thanks Tim for calling in. It's actually good to have a voice call in too, so that's always awesome. But uh, I and I got it wrong when I was talking Muppet Babies with you. I had said that Fozzie was on the trike, but uh, Fozzie was actually on a rocking horse. Yep. And yeah, Gonzo. Gonzo was the. Uh, actually, I had all four of those. Like, uh, I remember we had quite a few of the Miss Piggies because kind of sucked when you and you know my sister and I would always get Happy Meals. Typically, you each got the same flipping toy, so you'd have you know, <laughs> two of these, two of those, like. Sometimes McDonald's was good, and they'd mix it up, and one would get one different, mm-hmm. which, and I remember- which is cool. But yeah, the Muppet Babies—they go for a set on eBay for twenty-five bucks. Okay, currently uh, not quite three hundred um, bucks, but uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but those interchangeables—I uh, was going to tell you, which I, which I wonder if I still have at my dad's house. But they go, and I had every single one of them too. Uh, if you have the whole set, seventy dollars is what they go for. Okay, that's respectable. You know, it's uh, 
It's still nothing compared to those Fraggle Rock ones, but uh, you know what? They, uh, those are probably the most famous of the McDonald's branded toys. Now, another yeah. uh, McDonald's branded toy that uh, I remember fondly are the McNugget Buddies. Do you remember those? They were so. Oh, of- yeah. yeah. You would change them and uh, you could put them on, like, for Halloween. You could put on, like, their little costume and stuff. Yeah, they were basically like McNugget versions of Mr. Potato Heads, where you could change the uh, outfits around. And obviously, if you collected them all, you could. Uh, you know, change certain things. Those were a lot of fun. They were. And do you remember the Fry Kids too? You could do it. They had the mixture of the Fry Kids you could change out like I that do. too. Yeah. 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 Um, another one that I have fond memories of were the Chippendale Rescue Rangers Happy Meal toys, where, uh, remember they were in like little like makeshift buggies, uh, you know, a gadget, you know, she had the spatula on the back and, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dale was in like a bathtub with a thimble and and little pipes, and uh, those were a lot of fun. Wow, I forgot all about those. It's funny, when I looked up uh, the Muppet Babies, do you remember for Christmas they did those special Christmas dolls? Like with Kermit, Piggy, and Fozzie? Yeah, those were a lot of fun. Uh, Dude, wow, those are throwbacks. Yeah, we we had Chip, never had Dale... And we never had Monterey Jack, but we had Gadget, and we had uh, we had Chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those but were yeah, those were crazy, oh, man. Those were so cool. Uh, you know, going through the list here, uh, you know, they mentioned the Tiny Toon Flip Cars, which uh, you know were so awesome. cool. You know, basically the character would like lay down into it when you were flipped on the other side, and uh, so cool. And then the one that always blew my mind were the Tamagotchis. You know, they uh, a little bit after my time as far as getting Happy Meals, but I remember seeing them being like, wait a second, you know, for a $3 Happy Meal toy, they're throwing a Tamagotchi in there? That's crazy. That is crazy. I That was past my time, I think, with those. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Beanie Babies, they did different iterations of the Beanie Babies. And, uh, you know, remember Beanie Babies were supposed to be super collectible and worth a ton of money. I don't know if the McDonald uh, ones ever were. No, number one on that list for expensive uh, estimated value. If you caught, um, if you had them all um, over the years, they collected you. If you had the set of them in mint condition with the ty tags on them, they go for four hundred and fifty dollars. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, and the tags are overwhelming. So I see where Jamie got annoyed with them because they like. In this picture, you got like a little monkey, you know, and not only does it have, it's got the big T-Y, like the big white tag on its leg, but then you have that big ass heart that's like bigger than the damn head. Right. <laughs> but if you left it in mint condition and stuff, it's 450 and I wonder if my ex-mother-in-law still has them because she had a ton of those things. Yeah. I, I Actually, when I was dating Cassie, you know, go to, come to think about it, my sister worked at McDonald's at the time. And she used to bring them, she used to take them home, like, because she, she could get them for free, or I don't know if they, I don't know if she stole them, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how she acquired them, but she'd get them for me, because that's how I earned brownie points with the devil at the time. Gotcha. Yeah, I called my ex-mother-in-law the devil on the radio, whatever. <laughs> um, so that's how I got brownie points to date her daughter, was, you know, my sister would get me the goods. My sister's awesome. She's looking out for her big brother then, too. She's like, oh, well. If he's happy with her, I'll get her. I'll, I'll bring him beanie babies, which he can give to the devil, and 
could date the daughter. That's, well, that's how that went. If, wow. If, that's a weird memory that came rushing back. I forgot all about it. That thing's been <laughs> locked away for 20 years. If only we had time machines to go back, recollect. Holy those crap. And, uh, that was weird. Yeah. Well, folks, Woo! that does it for the interactive portion of the show. When we come back, we've got a segment called Instant Regret. So do not go anywhere. We'll see you guys no regrets. in just a little bit. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, February 9th. Now we have a little thing that we talk about a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever including the interactive portion of the show, just like Tim did in our last segment. Tomorrow's topic is out-of-the-box Valentine's Day. What do you recommend for doing that's not the typical dinner, overexpensive dinner for that matter? You know, what's a great Valentine's Day idea that is uh, outside of the box, something a little bit different that uh, your partner will love? Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We will compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now in this segment that I've titled Instant Regret, last week we got dumped on with a ton of snow. And uh, one of the days where it was a little bit warmer, I figured, you know what, I don't need snow boots. I put on my uh, sneakers, went out there, started shoveling, and it was a little icy. And realized I was slipping and sliding all over the place. Almost ate it. Almost uh, shattered a hip, busted a head, fell down on the ice just because I was wearing sneakers instead of my snow boots. And that's one of those things that, you know, you sort of instantly regret. Tony, uh, anything come to mind as far as something you've done that, uh, you know, in the moment you're thinking, ah, no big deal. Then you regret immediately following that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Like you said, anytime you go outside, it's if you grab like too light of a jacket and you're like, oh, man, I'll be okay. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, I should have done it. Uh, When I went uh, hiking uh, about a month ago, um, up in the mountains in Rocky Mountain National Park, I was great. I was I was bundled up. The only thing I regret I did on that one was I wore regular socks in my boots versus snow socks, which I didn't have at the time, to be fair. I did buy after the trip. But I was like, I'll be fine. I should have wore longer pairs. But I just wore, you like, my ankle socks in my boot. Oh, <laughs> bad call bad call on that but uh blisters you know, the sock kept going under my foot it was uh, one of those bad socks that just didn't cling to my foot ankle well anymore and i regretted it once i start walking go damn it why did i do that so <laughs> well with that being said i pulled up a list of uh other people who had instant regrets and uh we can share in their misery and our laughter as well so let's go ahead and kick off with our first one inconceivable this one is a picture of a washing machine, you know, normal items in the washing machine, but one item looks out of place and it's captioned, I accidentally washed a dirty diaper. Ooh. Oh, that, that is unfortunate. Oh. Now it uh, doesn't say if it, oh. if it was a poopy diaper, which would be even worse, but still, 
That's I'm nuts. assuming I, I when you say that, I mean at least the poops can be washed out, but man, that's gonna be a uh that's gonna be a mess right there. I mean, that's one of those uh Bluetooth connected. Yeah, Bluetooth connected. Um <laughs> it's just wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Let's keep moving on with instant regret. Inconceivable! Tony, have you ever been cooking and accidentally left the stove on or the oven on and didn't realize it till much later down the road? Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, this person, uh, it's a picture of a pan with a plastic spatula in there. However, the uh, plastic spatula has now melted itself to the pan and uh, the person even comments, I almost burnt down my house. Um, that reminds me of when I was previously married. My ex-wife decided to make some uh, hard-boiled eggs, obviously filled up the pot with water, covering the eggs, let them boil, went to take a nap, totally forgot about them, and uh, then started hearing popping and fizzing while the water had completely evaporated and the eggs started exploding uh, after leaving the stove on for that long. Oh, my! He's on fire! Yikes. Let's keep rolling with instant regrets. Inconceivable! We've all been there when, uh, you know, you're carrying like a a plastic grocery bag and it breaks out from under you. um, Or, you know, there's one of those Costco-sized whatevers that uh, you're picking up and it just busts open and and falls down. Well, this guy uh, is at the uh, top of the stairs and in his hand is a ripped off top of a kitty litter box that has... The bottom of the box has tumbled all the way down the stairs, spilling kitty litter everywhere. Uh, And, uh, uh, yeah. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah, that's always, it's always crappy when something like that happens. You're like, really? Uh." (laughs) Let's keep moving on. Instant regret. Inconceivable! Tony, in your apartment, your townhome, uh, whatever it is, obviously you don't have air conditioning. So I assume during the summer you leave the window open. Have you ever regretted leaving your window open? Um, just when the alarm goes off in the morning, because if anyone knows me or has crashed at my place, there's like 10 gazillion alarms that go off. And they just don't go off. They just go off, and I still sleep through yep. them. So. And they're turned up to so, 11. Yeah, they're cranked. So, you know, it's not very uh, good for the uh, neighbor. So I would say when it comes to that time of the day, probably then. Okay. All right. Well, luckily, this has never happened to you. It's captioned, when you live in Norway and forget to close the window, it's a picture of this guy's office. And uh, there's about two inches of snow covering the entire office. Couch, chairs, desk, computer. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. That's, uh, yikes. Yeah, you never that's... want to have to shovel the inside of your house. <laughs> no, you definitely don't want to deal with that. Holy crap, that sucks. <laughs> Let's keep moving on. Instant regret. Inconceivable! Obviously, we live in a world now where, uh, you know, hand sanitizer is around every corner. It's a thing. You don't go anywhere without seeing some sort of hand sanitizer. Well, here's a picture from a McDonald's counter. It says, these cafe syrups are not hand sanitizer. Thank you. I would imagine they had to put that sign up because there were probably enough people who were using it to uh, squirt classic hazelnut syrup into their hands and try and spread it around, then quickly realized... That's not hand sanitizer. That's oh, syrup. yeah. It's... That's a sticky situation. <laughs> Why does it smell like hazelnuts? Oh, because your name is... My name's Jeff. And you're so smart. My name's Jeff. <laughs> Let's keep moving on. Instant regret. Inconceivable! 
Here's something I'd never think about, but, uh, you know, here in uh, northern Nevada or if somebody lived in Arizona, it might be something to consider with how hot it gets during the summer. It's a picture of a pickup truck with a kayak in the back. Caption, never leave your kayak in the sun. The kayak has essentially melted around the bed of the truck, and it's uh, just droopy and sad and, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yikes. It's going back to Costco. (laughs) It's going back. Uh, If they bought it from Costco. Otherwise, they're uh, SOL. Yeah. Let's keep rolling with instant regret. Inconceivable! This goes back a little bit to the first one we were talking about where they washed the dirty diaper. Don't know how this mistake would have been made, but uh, I accidentally washed a block of cheese. And it's basically like a Tillamook-sized chunk of cheese in the washing machine, stuck to the side. Looks disgusting. How do you make that mistake? Okay. Yeah, well, how in the hell does it even get near your... uh... (laughs) To your... Like, unless you're, unless, the only thing I can think of is if it's one of those, the washer and dryer are in the kitchen. Right. You know how some, and maybe you just weren't paying attention. Maybe, like, your kid's playing with something, and you're like, don't do that, and you're doing a million things. That's about the only way I could see how you can make that mistake. Yeah, it it would have to be, because for most people, the washer and dryer aren't anywhere near the kitchen, and so that would be a little strange. Let's Yeah. Let's keep Very moving weird. on. Instant regret. Inconceivable! I'd be lying if I said I didn't do this. Says me, why did my alarm not go off? My alarm, it's a picture of the calculator app with 630 typed into the calculator, not the alarm. I have done that before where I thought I was putting <laughs> something into uh, setting my alarm and uh, it was actually the calculator. You're like, why is it not going off? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, let's Why didn't see. you get up today? Because I set my calculator. <laughs> roger, roger. Tony, a lot like you, uh, I would assume that uh, the, our f- cell phones are probably one of the most important things in our lives. Well, this person certainly had some instant regret. Inconceivable! It's a picture of a car on the highway with their phone attached to the charging cable sticking out the bottom of the door and dragging along the road. Oof. Ooh, well, how, how do you make that fr- mistake? Yeah, well, and the fact that that phone is still uh, hanging on by the charge cord is that's pretty impressive cord. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Pretty, pretty strong. I mean, it ain't going to work anymore, but it's pretty impressive. <laughs> and then finally, in instant regrets. Inconceivable! Again, we live in a world where Zoom is a thing, and you got to be conscious of uh, what equipment is on at what point in the day, to which a uh, notification pops up. It says, Amy... Your camera is on, and everybody saw you hit a bong. <laughs> oh, 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 snaps. Oops. Oh, good for you. Wow. Well, folks, that does it for Instant Regrets. When we come back, we are headed into the final segment. It is time for This Day in History. Do not go anywhere. We'll see you guys in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Well, folks, we made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, February 9th. 
But if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeartDoozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Wow. <laughs> yeah. That was very much a god today. It, oh, was, a, yeah. it was a yes. We're well, saved thanks to the uh, Skrillex listening kid. <laughs> While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. And as we like to do at the end of each episode, we like to drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Crossing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, let's go ahead and kick off this day in 1807, where the Grand Sanhedrin Jewish High Court is convened by Napoleon Bonaparte to give legal sanction to the principles in the Assembly of Notables. Um, Don't know what really many of those words mean, what that entailed. (laughs) All I know is that it was Napoleon, and he probably celebrated by getting a Piggly Wiggly trough over at the Pharaohs. Excellent! Let's move on. This day in 1886, U.S. President Grover Cleveland declares a state of emergency. Grover? (laughs) Different Grover. (laughs) Oh, Super Grover. Super Grover Cleveland declares a state of emergency in Seattle because of anti Chinese violence. Smells that teen spirit. Hmm? (laughs) Grover's. Super Grover's here to save the day. (laughs) I don't remember learning about this in history at all, but uh, it'd be interesting to dive into a little bit. Yeah, he looks like Andy Reid in that picture. Yeah, he does a little bit. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> nope. No hamburger for Super Grover today. Hmm? <laughs> Moving on this day in 1897, the invasion of Benin City by British Expedition Force. The city is burnt and looted, marks the end of the Nigerian Kingdom of Benin, formed in the 11th century. Um, boy, there were some dark times in world history. Um, you know, just looking at that mask that came out of it, uh, looks like a, a lot of treasures were, were lost to time, really. Yeah. Indiana Jones on the case, man. That looks like a relic from Indiana Jones. Oh, totally. Indiana Jones and the Mask of Benin. Mask of Benin. Mm, and Super Grover, too, don't forget. Super Grover's here. <laughs> Let's keep moving on this day in 1940. Ding, ding. Joe Lewis beats Arturo Godoy in 15 for the heavyweight boxing title. Of course, Joe Lewis, one of the greatest heavyweight boxing champions of all time, especially back in that time, uh, the 1940s. Down goes Godoy Doy for the 15th round. Godoy Doy is not getting up, 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 and their winner is Joe Lewis. <laughs> Let's move on. This day in 1942, Daylight Savings Wartime goes into effect in the U.S. I don't know. Get what... rid of that. Yeah. Get rid of that shit. We don't need Daylight Savings. It's, it's u- stupid. It's useless in this period of time. It is. It doesn't make like any that? sense. I even, I even cussed. Yep. You even That's how much I hate Daylight Savings. Dirty, dirty like, S word. Who loves, raise your hand, kids, who loves when it gets dark at 5 p.m.? Nope, not, not no me. hands going. Nope. Oh, just you! You son of a biscuit-eating bulldog. 
<laughs> Let's move you on. Adopt what uh, Arizona does. <laughs> exactly. This day in 1943, we don't typically talk about World War II much, but this one I found interesting. Uh, U.S. President Franklin D. Roosevelt signs an executive order setting a minimum 48-hour work week in a number of critical war industries. To that I say, 48-hour work week? Boy, that's child's play. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to only work 48 hours. It's a bit above. You're going to have to do it. That's that's just what it is. I'm Franklin D. Roosevelt, and you will be working 48 hours minimum. Oh, yeah! I would love a 48-hour work week at this point, but that's just me. All right. Isn't that no. weird, like, when 40 is, should be the norm? But, yep. But uh, I don't even put a... Oof. Yep. More than that. Let's move on. This day, 1947, bank robber Willie Sutton escapes jail in Philadelphia. Um, Again, that's something I want to learn more about. How did he escape? Did he uh, put a, you know... And he doesn't look like an intimidating bank robber. He just looks like a nerd with a fedora. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hey, guys. You better stick him up. Because I'm Willie Sutton. And I'm a real bad mofo. You better watch it. Look at my fedora! It's gonna have a feller's cap soon! <laughs> Intimidating tone. Intimidating. Very scary Willie Sutton! That's what they call me! <laughs> Let's move on. This day in 1964, the first appearance of the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan Show from New York draws 73.7 million television watchers. Was That's that the massive. one where they sang, She Loves Me, Yeah, Yeah? It is. Is that the popular one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And ironically, same day in 1964 was the very first appearance, the creation of G.I. Joe. Really? Yep. Yeah, wow. so you get... Uh, real the, American heroes. You get the real American hero and the British invasion all happening on the same day back in 1964. <laughs> all right, let's keep moving on. This day in 1985, Madonna's album, Like a Virgin, goes number one for three weeks. And uh, Ooh, you could touch for the very first time. Oh yeah, and you couldn't turn on MTV without seeing that video every hour on the hour, pretty much. You know what's funny is I didn't know what the hell that was as a kid. <laughs> I had no idea how sexual that song was. I'm just like, okay, it's just her rolling around like in fishnets, and and then there was a tiger, and I'm just like, what the hell? But it was always on. Yep. And I also remember like a surgeon or like cutting for the very first time. Weird Al, yeah. Yeah, you gotta love that one. Uh, Weird Al was great. I, I love the parodies of, of what he does. And, you know, he doesn't yeah. do it without the uh, permission of the original artist, which is even that much better. He doesn't have to get permission, but he does anyway. No, it's good. And it's like a, uh, I, f- I feel like it's a nod. A lot of uh, artists like that. They're like, if Weird Al's gonna make fun of it, dude. It's good. Exactly. Let's move on. This day in 1992 is the 42nd NBA All-Star Game at the Orlando Arena in Orlando, Florida. West beats East 153-113. to Boy, that was like a uh, uh, Harlem Globetrotters type of score. And, um, oh, yeah. Magic Johnson was the MVP of that game. But, again, it's you know just exhibition, and, and you know, nobody is really going all out. No. There's definitely no defense, that's for damn sure. <laughs> right. Let's keep moving on. This day in 1995, Irish music and dance show River Dance first opens in Dublin, Ireland with lead dancer Michael Flatley. And if you're a fan of Friends, you know that uh, that is the biggest thing that freaks out Chandler because 
his legs flail independently as if from his body. Uh, it is weird. <laughs> it is a, a strange thing to watch. Yeah, Riverdance was a huge thing. I remember how big that got. <laughs> it was massive. Let's move on. This day in 1997, the Fox cartoon series The Simpsons airs its 167th episode, making it the longest-running animated series in cartoon history. Um, and they're still going, which is just amazing. It is. I don't even know how many episodes they're at now. They've, it, it's got to be almost in the 400s now. You would think so. Uh, God, if there was only a way to find out. I'll have to Google it afterwards. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was going to say, while you're rolling, I could Google it really All right. quick. Well, this day in 2006, Al Michaels joins NBC's Sunday Night Football broadcast with John Madden, probably one of the best broadcast pairs ever. Of course, uh, I think my new favorite is who called the uh, Super Bowl this past Sunday, Tony Romo and Jim Nance. Um, still not quite on that Al Michaels-John Madden level, but uh, a great broadcast pair nonetheless. Absolutely. Uh, randomly, Simpsons is currently 639 episodes. Holy cow. That's yeah. crazy. Um, and I agree with you. Um, Al Michaels, when he's done, I'm going to be super bummed because he's been doing that since we were kids. And that's kind of the last of our of our era uh, for the voices of football. And I could do without uh, Chris Collinsworth. And uh, I'm glad they got rid of Phil Simms. And... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Phil Simms was the worst, yeah. man. No, the worst was the Monday night uh, football crew from uh, oh, ESPN. Oh, jeez. They, they need to revamp that. They, Monday night football has been terrible. And and this is not a knock on, on the woman announcer, but she is – God awful. There was one game she was calling the Broncos game. I couldn't watch it. It was so bad. <laughs> like it literally her voice drove me nuts. I shut it off. Yeah, it's amazing what a broadcast team can do to uh enhance yeah. or uh, you know, hinder a broadcast. Oh, yeah, we couldn't do it. It was like so bad you just turn on uh to, and you just listen to um uh, 1043 the fan or the fox whatever they aired the games on exactly well folks uh, as we get into the final minute of the show let's run down some of today's holidays this is where we talk about the holidays and well celebrate uh, what they are for instance today is national chocolate day i can definitely get behind get that. yourself some chocolate you filthy animals <laughs> it is extraterrestrial culture day not exactly sure how you uh phone home i'm celebrating today maybe celebrate with an anal probe who knows that's what i do it is national cut the cord day i celebrated that many years yeah, ago years ago <laughs> it is national develop alternative alternative vices day okay it is pizza uh. pie day I'll get in that one. Uh, read in the bathtub day. Okay. Nah, not Nas celebrate. National Toothache Day. All right. Nope. And then Safer Internet Day, which should always be every day. Folks, that does it for our Tuesday show. We'll be back tomorrow on a Wednesday with Words Are Hard. Enjoy your Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace!